You're listening to another ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Welcome to the Ask the Expert podcast, where you'll learn key insights, tips, and strategies from experts across the globe to help you create the life and business of your dreams. Now, let's welcome your host, Anne-Marie Cross. You're listening to Ask the Expert podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, brand and communication strategist, also known as the podcasting queen. Joining me on today's show is Dr. Liz Chagere. She has a PhD in social sciences and has worked as a social researcher and lecturer for 20 years in the areas of health and well-being, families and employment. And Dr. Liz has been practicing mindfulness for over 15 years and now specializes in mindfulness consulting to help individuals and organizations manage and reduce stress so they can improve their well-being and productivity. And on today's show, Dr. Liz is going to share one strategy you must use if you want to engage staff, even in the midst of significant change in the workplace, how by changing the way you look at the world, you'll experience it differently and have different outcomes, as well as why embracing fear rather than running away from it can help you feel more empowered to create the life you want. Welcome to the show, Dr. Liz. Thank you, Anne-Marie. When we're thinking about change in the workplace, particularly significant change, and we've got a team that we need to oversee, to try and engage them when change is happening can be quite difficult, can't it? Absolutely. And of course, when change happens in the workplace, it can be very stressful. Mostly it's changes that imposed on people so it can be hard for them to cope with that with change that's happening and it's certainly often in the workplace for example restructuring changes are taking place the staff or some of the staff might not always be listened to um, and I think it's really important to you know for managers and team leaders and to really listen to what the staff is going through so what they're experiencing where they're coming from so that they can actually address what's going on so that they can reduce stress, so they can bring in people if needed to help them um, manage change and they can participate in, in decisions around what could be done to help them. And of course, listening and encouraging them to communicate what's going on for them is, is so Absolutely. important. Yeah. Sometimes I think when as leaders, we assume that we're creating an environment that people feel safe to communicate, but often it, it is not the case. So in a situation where you may see that staff are having difficulty in stepping forward. Is there anything that we can do to help encourage that communication? Yes, definitely things that, could, that can be done. So it can be um, meetings or it can be just talking to the person one-on-one. -on -one. Mm. And again, um, really making time, you know, I mean, managers and of course are really busy, but it's about really making time for that person, you know, making sure that you you have time to, to listen to them and not assuming that you know where they're coming from. Unfortunately, often in, in interactions, we think that we know what the other person is saying, but in fact, we put our own interpretation, you know, our mm. own worldview yes. on what other people are saying. So it's about trying to understanding where they're coming from, um, letting judgments go, because we all have judgments, the mind loves 
judgments and categorizing people. And so it's about you know, being really present and being really engaged with, with what the, the staff is saying, what their experiences are, what their problems are, so you can actually understand where they're coming from mm. rather than assuming that you know. Great, great insights. And I particularly love the one where you've said that perhaps a one-on-one is a better uh, environment yeah. because some people find it a little bit challenging yeah. to share what's going on for them in a group setting and they'd be a bit more honest with you if, if they're not going to be judged or feel that they're going to be judged in, in an open environment. So all, all great insight. You also say that by changing the way that we look at the world will enable us to experience it quite differently and have mm-hmm. different outcomes. Share a little bit more about that. Everybody looks at the world in different ways. Somebody might experience um, an event by being really stressed by it. Uh, For example, let's take a really simple example. If a computer, uh, you're having computer problems. We all experience that. Oh, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So if you're having computer problems or there's a virus, suddenly, you know, obviously it's very easy to, to get irritated or stressed, but some people might get really, really irritated, really even angry or really stressed, whereas other people might take it more in their stride, for example. Might say, well, it is annoying, but let's see what we can do now. So there's a lot of different ways of reacting to a situation that could be a bit difficult, a bit stressful. For some people, it might be very stressful and for others, a lot less. It's just so the way we, we really look at the world, the way we, we're going to experience things differently, So which is good news because that means that if we change the way we we look at the world then we can experience it in different ways so we don't have to to be stressed necessarily because if we able to understand to become aware and that's what mindfulness allows us to become aware of our reactions of what our thoughts are and our emotions because often when when we react to something it's unconscious so we're not aware of it Yes. That we all we all get triggered at some point. It's like you know we've got our button pushed. It's like you mm-hmm. suddenly we react. You get angry or you feel something very sad, and you have you haven't really you're not even aware of it. It went so quick. It's just reacting. So, you know something I heard many many years ago as I was uh, you know learning and developing uh, my awareness in this area was how often do we say something like oh that person makes me feel so angry when she or he yeah. says that. And then in actual fact, no, we have the the ability to uh, stop that person from making us because we made a choice for that action or conversation or comment to make us angry. We can choose to to be angry or we can choose just to let it fly over our heads. It's a, that's just another comment. So what you've just said is so key to changing the way we approach and think about something. That's right. And it's not, it's not easy, but no. with mindfulness, it really mm. helps, you know, it's really enables us to shift that. Mm-hmm. Um, because with mindfulness, there's, you create a, a gap because we learn to distance ourselves from our emotions and thoughts by watching them rather than getting caught up in them mm-hmm. like we usually do. Yeah. And so in that, you know, in that distance, then we start, be, we become aware of what's going on and then we're able to, to choose whether we want to continue behaving in that same way, if that works for us, right? Mm-hmm. Or if, if it doesn't, if it's not so good, then we can choose to do it differently. Yeah. It gives us that, that awareness and then that 
it enables us to then choose how we want we want to behave. And I think what one of the things that you've just said is is so important for us. If this is a new topic and we've not really had much information about it previously, and this is quite new, then it is a it, it is an area that we need to become more self aware of. And just like with any new skill or new technique or new area of knowledge as we build self-awareness and as we learn more about it, it just becomes quite naturally part of, of who we are. I, yeah. I know now whenever something is happening which could potentially trigger me to become a bit more anxious, just take a step back. Okay, let's just look at it. How how do I want to be? How would I like this uh, situation to end? And then we can make more mindful and, and intentional decisions around that, yes? Exactly, and I used to react to things a lot. I used to get stressed a lot, and it helped me considerably, you know, in be able to, you know, exactly what you said, mm -hmm. to be able to actually, even if I do feel a reaction coming, or if I'm able to say, okay, what's going on here? Stay with it, note it, and then breathe, and then do, mm. you know, decide what I want to do. So I'm able to shift that. I used yeah. to have so many conversations that turned into arguments inside my own head about what I would say and do if that person yeah. were to, you know, comment something. And in the end, it's like, this is ridiculous. I've just spent 10 minutes of my time. And then when I did meet that person, it all went smoothly. And it was just like, that was such a, a I could have spent that time far better. So um, mindfulness is is certainly a wonderful practice to continue doing. Let's talk about fear. So many of us run away from fear. We try and avoid fear. However, one of the you know insightful things that you say when we embrace it rather than running away from it, it can actually help us feel more empowered to create the life that we we seek. Absolutely, and I've had a lot of fear myself, mm -hmm. and I used to actually sabotage myself quite a few times. I sabotaged the things I really want to do, but the fear came in, mm. and it was overwhelming, and I ended up uh, enjoying myself or being sick, and I knew that the, the fear, I could feel that, you know, it was, I felt overwhelmed, and that ended up sabotaged things, and yes. now, I've, even though um, there is fear, I recognize that there is fear. And I said, that's okay. It's there. Let's just stay with it. Let's see. Let's stay with the feeling. You know, it's just a sense, it's a sensation in the body. So where is it in my body? It's often the fear is in the chest or the abdomen. So mm -hmm. the sensation, somebody could be somewhere else, but often it's in the chest or the abdomen. So stay with the sensation and what does it feel like? And, you know, you bring a investigative curiosity to it. So again, you create that distance, you know, that detachment. You're just observing what, what does it feel like right now? What's the sensation? Is it light, heavy? Is it, um, is it like a ball or is it, you know, what's the shape? So, you know, so you're really bringing that kind of curiosity to it. Mm -hmm. And that just by doing that and breathe as well, of course, breathe in and out into the sensation. And just doing that, that's going to um, shift. It will shift the sensation. And it's, you know, and it's also about accepting, okay, it's here right now, but, you know, it's it's going to shift. Um, and it's okay. And reminding yourself that, you know, you, that you can do, you are able to do whatever it is you, you know, you're afraid of, but it's, uh, and that it's, it's thoughts, 
thoughts and feelings, but you're not your thoughts and emotions. Mm. It's just something that, you know, came from things that happened to you a really long time ago as a child. Right now, you know, you're an adult and it's totally different. Mm -hmm. And these are just emotions and, and thoughts. Yeah. And the main thing is to, yeah, to just stay with them, watch them, but not get caught up in them. That's right. I, I love the way that you've given that example. It really uh, shows us how we can take that step back and look at what's happening and, and then be able to realise that, you know what, I can take that step or make that decision or whatever it, it may be. Thank you so much, Dr. Liz. Now, of course, if you'd like to take your learning around mindfulness to a much deeper level, you need to go and see Dr. Liz deliver her keynote at the Business Market Summit. The summit is on the Wednesday, October the 12th at the Melbourne Showgrounds. There is an exciting lineup of guest speakers and workshops to help you grow your business. Alongside Dr. Liz, Zam Cawthon will be delivering his keynote. He is a CEO of Speakers Institute and is going to help us master our communication for influence. The four powerful workshops are going to be based around the four bank principles, breakthrough offer, armchair strategy, negotiation skills and community market, and as well as over one 120 stall holders with specialist products and services to help you in your business. To find out more and to secure your tickets, you need to be quick. All you need to do is go over to bit.ly forward slash bank summit, bit.ly forward slash bank summit. Can't wait. See you there. You've been listening to Ask the Expert podcast. Are you an expert with a message to share with other ambitious entrepreneurs? To be considered for one of our featured guest spots on an upcoming expert podcast series, go to asktheexpertpodcast.com.